Hi, my name is Joe Hancock, founder of His Vessel Ministries, and your host for Becoming His Vessel podcast. Often say in this thing called life, I may not always get it right, but my heart is to get it right. So my heart's desire is that this would be a resource for me as well as you, that we would be formed by God's Word, filled with Father God, and just poured out for His glory, truly becoming His vessel. I want to give you something very practical today. I want to give you what I call a prayer nugget. You know, prayer is where the work is done. Prayer is how you get God out of heaven, down here involved in your life, in every aspect of your life. And God wants to be the center of your life. He wants to be active in everything that's going on in your life. And the way that you do that is through prayer and praying the word, praying in agreement with God. So in this prayer nugget, I want you to see how you can live victorious by applying this principle in prayer. We've been talking a lot during the coronavirus how I see God's doing something. God's at work and he's wanting us to return to a holy fear of God in our individual lives, in our homes, and over our nation. That means to recognize God, look back to God, put God the sovereign rule over our life. And to live in it with a repentant heart is that we don't continue to live in sin, but we recognize our sin, we confess our sin, and we turn from that sin and turn to God and purpose to live holy. And that God then uses our life and our life has meaning, it has significance. And this is how we can truly live the abundant life. So in this prayer nugget, how is it that we are enabled to do that? Well, I want to direct you to something that Paul said. And it's true when Paul said it, and it's still true today in the book of Galatians in chapter 5 in verse 16. He said, walk in the spirit and you'll not fulfill the lust of the flesh. What is he saying? From this time forward, walk according to the spirit of the living God. And you'll not fulfill the lust of the flesh. You'll not go back to those old ways. You'll not give in to the flesh. The flesh will not have rule over you. You'll not um, live in those continual, habitual, behavioral traits of sin. But how do we do that? I mean, I can read that scripture and I say, that's good. And I agree with that. But how do I do that practically in my life? Well, he goes on to say in verse 17, you have to realize that the flesh lusts against the the walking in the spirit. So what does that mean? If I want to walk in the spirit and not let the flesh have rule over me, how do I do that? Well, let me tell you, the first thing is you have to agree with God and you have to encounter truth. See, I believe there's a big battle going on today for truth. And there's a battle that the enemy wants to water down truth. Because if you can live outside of truth, what? The word of God, the enemy can defeat you and you can live powerless. So we got to be truthful with ourselves. To say, am I living according to the word of God? So the first thing that is necessary for us to have rule over our flesh so that we can walk in the spirit and that we can truly bring God glory and we can live with the fear of God on our life and live with a repentant heart 
is that we recognize, hey, I got to turn to truth and I got to be truthful about my own heart condition and realize that truth is really what this word says. And then the second thing is you got to realize it's necessary to crucify the flesh. Now, what does that mean? That's a, probably a terminology that we have all read in the Word of God. What does it mean, though? It means that my flesh, my flesh wants to do things that I know that it should not do, that it doesn't bring God glory, that it's bad behavior, that it constitutes sin, and that it weakens my life and it weakens my testimony. And so I realize that the flesh wants to rule over me and over my situation, but I want God to have glory over my life. And again, Paul confirms that out of Galatians 5, 17. They're contrary one to another. So you agree with God, be truthful about yourself, the true condition, and realize it's necessary to crucify the flesh. So how do you do this? Spiritually, we get it. We get the word. But practically, you recognize that the flesh is alive. It is alive and that it wants to rule over you. And you recognize this through the things that you do. Because Paul tells us in Galatians 5, he begins to call it by name. He said, the works of the flesh, there's evidence of it out there. You can see it. Evidence of the flesh is when we do things like commit adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, he goes on idolatry and hatred and jealousy and outbursts of burst of wrath and selfish ambitions and envy and drunkenness and right on down. And he said, in things like this, you can recognize it. So you immediately recognize that your flesh is alive and you can recognize when your flesh is having rule over you because it's doing these things that are contrary to the glory of God. And when you do that, you renounce the flesh. And how do you do that? You purpose that it will not have rule over you and that you're going to die. And you know what I do in my life? When I recognize that my flesh rises up and that my flesh wants to do something contrary to the spirit, what? Contrary to the word of God. And I know that it is not good. And I know that it is sin. And I know that I should not do it, but my flesh wants to. The moment that I recognize that my flesh is trying to have rule and wants to do something contrary to the word, I purpose, nope, flesh, you will not rule over me. You will not have the rule of this. See, it is important to know what the flesh looks like, to recognize that it's the flesh that's wanting to rule and bring you down. And the moment that you do, that's when you take authority over that flesh and say no to the flesh. And you renounce it. Because Paul says in 2 Corinthians 4, 7, he said, don't you know that there's a treasure? In other words, there's a deposit of power in you, in you, this earthen vessel, that the excellency of the power is of God and it's not of you. So you realize that you say no 
And immediately when you say no to flesh, the power, the spirit of the living God, the power that lives within you rises up and empowers you to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh so that you give in to that flesh. In 2 Timothy 2.1, Paul when he was addressing the church and talking to Timothy, he said, Timothy, be strong in grace. What was he saying? Timothy, be strong. Walk in the grace, in the power that is in you. In other words, desire to live holy, desire to live righteous, but just having the desire isn't enough. You got to activate the power that is in you. And it's the power of the Holy Spirit to have rule over you. So when you rise up and you say no to flesh immediately when you recognize it and say no to flesh, you ignite the power of God to rise up in you and enable you to walk in victory over that flesh so that you can do as the word says, walk in the spirit and not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Paul went on to say in 2 Corinthians 12, 9, a verse that we're all very familiar with, but how is it that we live it practically in our life? He said, God's grace is sufficient for you. And my power is perfected in weakness. See, when we are weak and we want to give in to that fleshly desire, that lust of the flesh, we recognize that my power, my flesh is weak, but God's power in me, God's grace in me is sufficient to overcome this temptation. So you renounce it. You say, no flesh, you will not rule over me. And now I call on the power of God that I may walk by the spirit and not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And then when you moment, that moment, you have that victory and you put death to the flesh as he said, you crucify that flesh, you bring death to it, that it doesn't even have a voice in the matter. So it doesn't rule over you. Then you purpose, you purpose that you're going to walk and follow the spirit and allow the spirit of the living God to rule over you. And you will know when the spirit rules over you, because Paul went on to say, when you've crucified the flesh, and you now live in the Spirit, this is what it looks like. He says you live a life where there is joy in your life. You live a life where there's peace, and you you can love as God is love, and, and you can be more patient, and there's more kindness in your life, and, and you're faithful, faithful to your Word, and faithful to the Word of God, and, and, and there's more self-control within you. When you walk in the spirit of the living God, so you can recognize it. And to me, the number one factor is that there's peace in your life. There's a sense of peace over you that you're no longer wrestling about a decision, wrestling uh, through the temptation, but you have peace that joy now rules in your life and you can truly walk 
according to the word of God. So that's just a quick prayer nugget that I wanted to share with you today. That as you purpose to live a life where you bring God glory and continue to walk with a heart of repentance and looking to God for everything, realizing that every day you must die to your flesh crucify it say no flesh you will not rule over me today you don't even have a voice in the matter but i choose to walk in the spirit so every day when you go to your prayer closet and as you go throughout the day make it a matter of prayer that today i choose to walk in the spirit and i choose not to fulfill the lust of the flesh that come my way so god give me grace God, give me grace to do that. Empower me, Father God, that I might walk in victory. Thank you for listening to the Becoming His Vessel podcast. If you'd like to receive more resources that would help guide you in becoming His Vessel, I invite you to visit our website at www.hisvessel.org. If you'd like to connect with me directly, I would love to hear from you. You can reach me by calling 334-356-4478. And my prayer is that you would seek to love God with all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your strength as you seek to become His vessel.